story Nuri. And now let's begin with the magic far away tree. Chapter 3 The Land of Topsy Turvy. What is the land of Topsy Turvy like? asked Joe, taking another popcake. Never been there, said Moonface, but I should think it's quite safe. It's only just come there, so I think it should stay for a while. We could go up and see what it's like and come down if we don't like it. Silky and Sauce, Silky Saucepan and I will come with you if you like. Moonface turned to Saucepan Man, who was enjoying his fifth popcake. Saucepan, we're going up the ladder, he said. Are you coming? Humming? said Saucepan, looking all around, as if he thought there might be any bees around. No, I didn't hear any humming. I said, are you coming? said Moonface. Oh, coming, said Saucepan. Of course I'm coming. Are we going to take our lunch? Yes, said Moonface, going to a curved going to a curved door that opened into a tiny cupboard. I'll see what I've got. Tomatoes, tomatoes, plums, ginger snaps, lemonade. And I'll bring them all. He put them into a basket. Then they all went out of the funny curved room on the big branch outside. Moonfish shut his door. Joe led the way on top of to the top of the faraway tree. Then suddenly they gave a shout of astonishment. Look, he cried, there's an enormous white cloud above and all around us. Isn't it mysterious? Sure enough, there was a huge white cloud that floated above them. But just nearby was a hole going right through the cloud. That's where that's what, that's where we go up the hole, said Joe. See that branch that goes up the hole? Come on! They all went up to the last and topmost branch of the far away tree. It went up and up. It went up and up through the purple hole in the cloud. It went up and up through a purple hole in the cloud. At the very end of the branch, was a little ladder. Joe climbed the ladder and suddenly his head poked into the land of topsy-turvy. Then one by one, then one by one, the others followed. Soon the seven of them stood in this curious land. Rick was not used to strange lands as the others were. He stood and stared, with his eyes wide open, that it really seemed as if they were going to drop out of his head. head. And indeed, what a strange sight everyone saw. Every house was upside down and stood on its chimney. The trees were upside down, their heads burning buried in the ground and roots in the air. 
and the people walked upside down too. They are walking with their hands. With their legs in the air, said Joe. Goodness, what a peculiar thing to do. Everyone stared at the folk of Topsy Turvy Land. They got along very quickly on their hands and often stopped to talk to one another, chattering busy. Some of them had been shopping and carried their baskets on one foot. Let's go and peep inside the house and see what it's like. All topsy-turvy, said Jill. So they set off to the nearest house. It looked really peculiar, peculiar, standing on its chimneys. No smoke came out of them, but smoke came out of a window near the top. How do we get in? said Beth. They watched a topsy-turvy man walking on his hands to another house. He jumped at the nearest window, going up a ladder first. The children looked at for the ladder that entered the house they were near and soon found it. They went up into a window and peeped inside. Gosh, said Joe, everything is really upside down. The chairs, the tables, and everything. How uncomfortable this must be. An old lady was inside the house. She was sitting upside down in, a up, in an upside down chair and looked very uncomfortable. She was angry when she saw the children peeping in. She clapped her hands and a tall man, walking on his hands too, came running in from the next room. Send those rude children away! shouted the old woman. The tall man hurried to the window on his hands and the children quickly slid down the ladder because the man's face looked rather fierce. It's a silly land, I think, said Joe. I vote we just have our lunch and leave this place. I wonder why everything is so topsy-turvy. Oh, a spell is put on everything and everybody, said Moonface. And in an instant, everything was topsy-turvy. Look, wouldn't that be a good place to sit and eat our lunch? It was under a big oak tree whose leaves whose roots stood high in the air. Joe and Moonface set out the lunch. It looked very good. There's plenty food for everybody, said Joe. Have a sandwich, Silky, and saucepan. Why don't you try a plum? Crumb, said saucepan in surprise. Is that all you can spare? A crumb? Plum, 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 said Moonface, pushing a ripe plum into Saucepan's hands. Oh, plum, said Saucepan. But why didn't you say so? Everyone giggled. <laughs> they all tucked into a good lunch. In the middle of it, Joe happened to look around, and he saw something exciting. 
Something really surprised her. It was a policeman coming, walking on his hands, of course. Look what's coming, said Joe with a laugh. <laughs> Everyone looked. Moonface went pale. I don't like the look of him, he said. Suppose he come to lock us up for something. Why couldn't we get away and why couldn't we get away and get into the far away tree before the lands plums away from the top? The policeman came right up to the crowd of people and came under the tree. Why aren't you topsy turvy? He asked in a stern voice. Don't you know the rule of this land is that everyone don't you know the rule of this land that everybody and everyone has to stay upside down? Yes, but we don't belong to this silly land, said Joe. And if you were sensible, you'd make another rule, saying that everybody must be the right way up. You've just no idea how silly you look, policeman, walking on your hands. The policeman went red with anger. He took a sort of wand from his belt and tapped Joe's head, head off from it. Topsy-turvy! Topsy-turvy! He said. And to Joe's horror, he had, he had to turn himself upside down at once. The others stared at poor Joe, standing on his hands, his legs in the air. Oh, fiddlesticks, cried Joe. I can't eat anything properly now because I need my hands to work with. Please, man, please put me right down. You are right now, said the policeman and walked solemnly away with his hands on his hands. Put, those, put Joe the right way up, said Rick. So everyone tried to turn him over, so he was the right way up again. But as soon as they tried, he got his legs up in the air again, and his and he was topsy turvy again. He just couldn't help it because he was under a spell. A group of topsy turvy people came to watch. They laughed loudly. He belongs to Topsy Turvy Land. <laughs> they cried. He'll have to stay here with us. <laughs> He'll have to stay here with us. They said very they said. Never mind, young man. We'll soon get used to it. Take me back to the far away tree, begged Joe. After all, he really and truly might be made to stay in this peculiar, peculiar land. Hurry! He cried. Everyone jumped to their feet. They helped Joe along to where the hole ran through the cloud. He wasn't used to walking on his hands and kept falling over. They tried their best to make him stand upright, but they couldn't. This pen wouldn't the spell wouldn't let him. It will be difficult to get him down the hole, said Rick. 
Look, there it is. I'd better go down first and see if I can help him. You, you others can push him through as carefully as you can. He'll have to go down up, upside down, I'm, I'm afraid. It was very difficult to get Joe through the hole because his hands, it had had to go first. Moonface had held his legs to guide him. Rick held his shoulders as he came down the ladder so that he wouldn't fall. At last all the sen- seven of them At last all the seven of them were through the hole in the cloud and were on a broad branch outside. Moonface's house outside Moonface's house. Joe held on to the branch with his hands and his legs were in the air. Moonface! Suki! Can't you possibly take this spell away? He groaned. It's dreadful. Suki! Suki! Suki, which land is on top of the faraway tree now? Said Moonface. Have you heard? I think that's the land of spells. Said Suki. It should come tomorrow. But I'm not very sure. Oh well, if it's the land of spells, we could easily get a spell to put Joe upright. Said Moonface beaming. Joe, you must really stay in, in the at the night. You must really stay the night with me and wait to go to the land of spells tomorrow. The others can go home and tell your mother and father what happened all right said joe i can't possibly climb down the tree again if i'm upside down so i'll just have to wait here mother will never believe it though when the others tell her why i didn't go home still it can't be helped they all went into moonface's house joe stood on a chair upside down the others sat around and talked Rick was very sorry for Joe, but he couldn't help feeling a bit excited. Goodness, it was the sort of adventure that Joe, Beth and Fanny had. What fun things there were going to be. The others began telling him all the adventures they had had. Silky made some hot chocolate and went down the tree to fetch some cupcakes from her house. When it was half past five, Beth said they must go. Goodbye, Joe, she said. Don't be too unhappy. Pretend like you're a bat. They always sleep upside down, you know. And don't mind a bit. Come on, Rick. We're going to go down the slippery slip. Rick was excited. He took the red cushion that Moonface gave him and sat himself on the top of the slide. Beth gave him a push. And off he went, round and round inside the enormous faraway tree, sitting safely on his cushion. What a wonderful way to get down a tree. And now we will stop here because the chapter is finished finished, and continue chapter 4 in the next episode. Goodbye.